The media and the Trudeau liberals are pushing propaganda and lies about Daniel Smith's new policy, a policy which protects children from the predations of extremists, lunatics, and groomers. Danielle Smith is rightly holding her ground as she should, good for her, and Pierre Polyev has finally jumped into On the Correct Side. I'm Kenneth Malcolm, and this is The Kenneth Malcolm Show. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast today. Don't forget to like this video. Please subscribe to our Trinar channel if you're new around here. If you're listening to this podcast, consider leaving us a five-star review if you enjoy the content. And please head on over to our website, tnc.news, to sign up for our newsletter. Okay, so as you saw last week, big story, biggest story in the country right now is that Alberta has unveiled new policy on parental rights cracking down on a extreme far left and dangerous ideology when it comes to gender and children. So Premier Danielle Smith announced the following changes. She said that top and bottom gender reassignment surgeries will not be permitted for children. And let me just confirm, when, when we say gender reassignment surgeries, we're talking about sex changes. We're talking about castration, essentially, and removing the uterus for girls. So this is going to be banned in the province of Alberta for children under the age of 17. It's really remarkable that that isn't already banned. I mean, if, if, if you just imagine what is happening in this country, that little kids and children are undergoing surgeries to change their biological sex, uh, and then finally, finally, one province uh, has stepped forward and said, and said, no, we're not going to allow that for children under the age of 18. So Alberta is the first one in the country to ban the surgeries. Uh, other, other provinces, as we'll talk about later, uh, have taken similar measures when it comes to this gender ideology. But Alberta does go the furthest. So good on Danielle Smith for introducing all this stuff. And so as we'll discuss throughout the episode, there's other minor changes that are being introduced. This is all just proposed. It hasn't been introduced into law yet. And so basically, the idea is that Danielle Smith is just saying that parents should be notified when their child is changing their pronouns, changing their name at school. Uh, she laid out a plan for uh, making sure that girls and women don't have to compete against men uh, in women's only divisions in sports. Um, and then again, saying no to these hormone therapies for, for little children, children under the age of 15, and absolutely no to surgeries for anyone under the age of 18. So like I mentioned, this isn't entirely unprecedented Canada. It does go further than these other provinces, but in May of 2023, uh, this is New Brunswick Premier Blaine Higgs said that his province wants to review LGBT issues in school and the, the, the law that they changed was that parents have the right to know if their child changes gender in schools. Again, it's pretty remarkable, the idea that parents aren't even told if their child starts transitioning in school, that, 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 that teachers are keeping that a secret from parents in provinces that are not mentioned here. So we have New Brunswick making that change and Saskatchewan followed suit with a similar policy change in October, 2023. So this is Scott Moe saying that uh, parents have the rights to know, parents have the right to know when children under the age of 16 decide to go by a different name or a different pronoun in schools. And so you'll notice that the media is reacting very, very differently this time around to Danielle Smith uh, than she did, than they did to those two other premiers. And I think the reason why is pretty straightforward. Uh, Danielle Smith is just incredibly 
effective. She has really triggered the media. She's triggered the extreme left, not only because of the policies, but because of the way she did it, the way that she introduced them. She came across uh, with compassion, with love. She, she wasn't being divisive. She wasn't making it like she was targeting these children. She was actually speaking from a position of compassion. And I think that's something that the media was sort of unprepared to deal with. And so uh, I, I disagree, by the way, with Danielle using some of the left's language. She talked about gender reaffirming care and this gender ideology. Uh, of course, we know that science is real and you cannot simply change your sex. Your, your sex is your biology and you can't change it just because you want to. Uh, but, but, but if you take a step back, you know, the policy is a step in the right direction. And, you know, I definitely commend Danielle for taking this step. This is, this is a quote from Lisa Bidley on Twitter. I totally agree with it. Lisa, by the way, is a lawyer for the Justice Center for Constitutional Freedom. And she wrote this, something that struck me with this speech was how much it sounded like a loving, authoritative parent was finally setting boundaries for her unruly children. It's been a long time since it felt like there was a reasonable adult in charge of this country. We need this and we need this if our Canadian family is to survive and thrive. Tough love and firm spines will be necessary and we can't give in to the tantrums anymore or they will never stop. So I think that's exactly right. Danielle just sounded firm and she sounded authoritative like, like a grown-up in the room saying to an unruly child, enough is enough. And, and it's not just Lisa Bidley, and it's not just conservatives who agree with Danielle Smith and what she is doing here. This is polling from Agnes Reed. This was from last summer. It said that the vast majority uh, of, par of, of Canadians say that parents should be informed if their child wishes to change their pronoun in school. So you can see on the left here, it says 43% of Canadians say that parents must be informed and give consent in order for their child to socially transition, as they say, in school. Another 35% say that the parents should at least be uh, informed. So we're talking about four in five Canadians, 78% say that parents should be informed. And we're not just talking about going on hormone blockers here, going on hormone therapies and going towards potentially having surgery, life altering surgery. This is just about socially transitioning. And you get 78% of Canadians saying they agree parents need to be involved, parents need to know, parents need to give consent before this can happen. So this is one of those issues that should be a winning issue for conservatives. And that the left just doesn't really realize how out of sync they are with public opinion. And you can see that through the reaction of the media. So I wanna play a couple of clips for you here of how the media reacted and how they treated Premier Smith, Danielle Smith, uh, in the wake of this announcement. You, you can see that they, they they're, first of all, they're trying to ask gotcha questions. They're trying to like trip her up and embarrass her. Uh, and, and, and then they're also just so sort of godsmacked that someone would gobsmack, but that someone would introduce a policy like this that that's so against her sensibility. So the first clip is someone from the Edmonton Journal attempting to embarrass Danielle Smith by pointing out the fact that her legal name is actually Marlena. Play this clip. This is just a silly, silly example of a media of a journalist trying to ask a gotcha question and then it just sort of blowing up in her face. My understanding is that your legal first name is Marlena. Why did you choose? I wonder why did you choose to go by a different name? and why you would take steps to restrict the same freedom uh, for others to do the same. Okay, just, well, just pause for a second there. So the idea, 
here of this question is so silly. It's like they've they've dug up this information about Danielle Smith. They're trying to embarrass her, implying that her mom gave her one name, but then she chose to go by a different name, her middle name, Danielle, uh, as if that's like some kind of an equivocation. It's equivalent of of changing your gender and and getting surgery to permanently change your body. Uh, so the, the premise of this question is so dumb, and then Danielle's reaction is just hilarious because it shows how stupid the question is. So let's play the rest of this clip. That uh, question, because I've been I've been ever since nine eleven, I've been telling her how difficult it is that she decided to have me go by my middle name and not my first name. It was my parents' choice to call me Danielle. And it was my parents' choice. So again, it was actually her parents' choice. Marlene is her middle name, but her mom and dad decided when they named her that they liked the, the ring of Marlena Danielle better than Danielle Marlena. So dumb, dumb, dumb question. Danielle Smith handled it beautifully and it just kept coming. It just kept coming. So next we have a journalist again trying to ask a gotcha question, trying to imply that Danielle was Danielle Smith is divisive and that she's targeting uh, trans kids. And Danielle really knows herself. She really has researched and thought about this policy quite a bit. And this comes through to this question. So let's play this next clip. About depoliticizing the conversation around trans and non-binary children. And as in your own words, not using them as a political football. In November, you made clear you wanted to strike a balance on parental rights. The parental rights policies here are more aggressive than any other province, and the restrictions around hormones and puberty blockers are unprecedented in Canada. So what changed that made you take this approach? Okay, just, well, we just know that we have to. So she says that the policies are unprecedented, but the entire, the entire uh, framework here is unprecedented. The idea that children are being told that they're born in the wrong body and that the way to fix it is through hormone therapies and drugs, that's unprecedented. That's the part that's wild. We finally have politicians that are sort of catching up with this movement and making laws uh, to, to, to stop it. Uh, but the way that this question is framed is just all wrong. You can tell that the journalist is an activist. You tell that, you could tell that she's trying to play a gotcha game here. And okay, let's, let's play Danielle's response here. To preserve the rights of kids to be able to make decisions as adults. I think that we've seen in other jurisdictions I believe in June of last year, New Brunswick made policy changes uh, in the fall. Um, the uh, Saskatchewan made policy changes. We've been watching internationally as the UK has made policy changes as well as Denmark, Norway, Finland, Sweden. I mean, this has been an ongoing conversation over the last number of years. We've been monitoring it very closely and we wanted to make sure that we, we struck the right balance so that kids are not making irreversible decisions when uh, they may not be mature enough to make those decisions. We want to make sure that those adult decisions are made as adults. I'm not sure what the balance is. Can you be more specific? Well, when you uh, begin uh, hormone therapy, there are health consequences associated with that. It is a, a decision that impacts your life, uh, higher risk of osteoporosis. So there's a need to have bone density tests, there's higher incidence of, uh, of heart problems. So there's a need to have that monitored. Uh, stepping onto the next stage when there's a bottom surgery and top surgery that of course has implications for sex and for fertility and so when we start down this pathway we want to make sure that uh, kids know the consequences that it's going to have on their life and that they're mature enough to be able to make those decisions and live with the consequences and, and the, they're adult decisions so we want to make sure that certain decisions are made as adults. 
So Danielle, of course, is absolutely right here. And even just that question, like, what do you what do you mean balance? What, you know, the, the journalist doesn't even understand the premise of what, what do you mean by balance? It's like, well, just because a little kid says that they want to change their body doesn't mean that it's a good idea. And yes, of course, it's a balance because we're children and we have to have laws that protect children uh, from making decisions that they could live to regret. And so many of them do. So you can see that the media is just they have an agenda. So many of these journalists are not journalists. They are activists and they can't they can't think objectively. They can't look at an issue objectively and just say, you know, cover it for Canadians to decide for themselves. They have to put a spin on it. They have to insert their ideology. And it just so happens that their ideology and their worldview is exactly the same as the liberal government and as left wing politicians across the country. So we can see that when they asked Justin Trudeau. So here is Prime Minister Justin Trudeau commenting on Alberta's parental rights policies. Uh, of course, he does the usual shtick where he makes it seem like the conservatives are super mean and super scary and that this is really just uh, a way to to punish gay kids and somehow it's anti-LGBT. I don't really know what it has to do with lesbian, uh, gay and bi people other than the fact that so many of the individuals who transition uh, when they're kids, it turns out that they're not actually trans, they're not actually, gen they just had sort of gender dysphoria in their youth. And then when they grow up, they don't want to be trans anymore. It just turns out that they were actually just gay. So if anything, these policies go to protect uh, gay, gay and lesbian children. Anyway, beside the point, you can see Justin Trudeau here uh, with the usual attack against conservatives. Let's play that clip. Um, good morning, Prime Minister Rahman Hamidou with the Canadian Press. Uh, will you invite Danielle Smith to meet while she's in Ottawa next week and directly raise your concerns about her gender policy proposals? Canadian parents love their kids and we want the very best for them and we want them to be kept safe. LGBT youth across this country are among the most vulnerable to homelessness, to suicide, to a range of things that can harm them. We need to be there to defend them. We need to be there to protect them. And I know Canadians across the country are doing just that. It is telling. Okay, let's just pause it for a second there. After just the way that Justin Trudeau talks, I don't, I don't, I don't understand honestly. I don't understand Canadians who take this person seriously. Like this, this response is so dramatic. It is. It, it's like he's an actor on a play on on a stage, right? It's like this isn't how normal people talk. The way he takes a deep breath and he talks about how gay children are loved and it like the whole the whole thing is just. It's 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 it should be mocked. It, it shouldn't be taken seriously. It should be mocked because it's so silly. And for journalists who have watched this guy for the last decade, how can you sit here and take this person seriously? Like he's not he's not talking in an honest and authentic way. He's 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 making a grandstanding political speech. He's politicizing this issue. Everything he says is is spin. It's 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 lies. It's not true. And again, the fact that people in this country continue to take this man seriously is beyond me. Okay, let's play the rest of the clip. Welcoming uh, far-right American conservative Tucker Carlson to her province to sit with him on stage. Danielle Smith has now moved forward with the most anti-LGBT policies of anywhere in the country. Canadians need to know that the federal government uh, and 
uh, all Canadians uh, will be there to protect youth. Protect youth. So, so in Justin Trudeau's perverse world, protecting youth means letting little kids make life-altering decisions and giving them drugs, giving them hormones, and letting them have surgeries. That's protecting kids in this person's mind. Wow. Wow. And, and of course, for good measure, let's just blame it all on Tucker Carlson and the American right, because this worked in the past. So let's just stick with that angle of attack. Okay. Uh, last uh, political reaction here. This is an NDP MLA who is talking at a protest, but she's not really talking. She's just sort of sobbing and crying. So let's let's see what that looked like. To all the queer and trans youth out there, just know that you are so loved and we're gonna be with you for every step of this fight. We love you so much. So she can't even keep it together. She is sobbing and crying for the youth, the youth out there. It's interesting because, again, the media and the political left will say that conservatives are politicizing this issue and that they're creating hysteria and that they're creating harm for trans kids. Really, though, it's those activists who are the ones that are pushing hysteria. I mean, the fact that if, if, if you're a little kid and you, you know you believe that you're trans or you believe that you're gay and, and you're like 14 and your political idol is up there, she can't even hold it together. She's bawling and crying. Like you're going to actually think that you are in danger. You are in some kind of danger and that the country is out to get you, which is not true. Obviously, it's not true. These laws are pretty mild and they really just go to protect children from making bad decisions. And again, it's 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 the left and it's these deranged protesters that are making this into a huge, huge issue. The, you know, these trans kids wouldn't even know about this policy if, if it wasn't for the really deranged reaction that we are seeing from the far left. I, I want to show you this. This is a tweet from Jonathan Kay who has screen grabbed the CBC's website. Their entire news section at one point was dedicated entirely to this issue. And of course, it's all incredibly one-sided. So you can see the main headline there, transgender allies in Calgary and Edmonton protest Alberta's proposed new policies. Danielle Smith says legislation coming this fall. And then look at all these follow-up stories. Okay, we have athletes and activists pushing back against Alberta's policies. Next, we have at issue. So a bunch of talking heads talking about Alberta's gender ideology policies. Next, we have doctors and nurses uh, going against Danielle. Um, they're, they're to walk. So apparently they're urging the province to walk back the gender policies. We have transgender columnists having a mixed reaction. At literally every single article is a negative reaction and a negative response to Danielle Smith and this policy. How is that for balance? How is that for presenting both sides, being fair, being honest with the public when every single story on your website is one-sided and it is against the side of common sense. It's against the side that 78% of Canadians agree with. That is the CBC in a nutshell. They are fringe. They are deranged. They are pushing the worst of the worst. Okay, so let's move on to the Conservative Party reaction. What do the Conservatives have to say about all of this? So just for a quick timeline, Daniel Smith introduced the policy changes last Wednesday, January 31st. Uh, a lot of that uh, press conference and those those uh, clips that I showed you earlier, that was from Thursday and Friday of last week. And we, we, we didn't really know where the Conservatives stood. There was this Globe and Mail story that came out on Thursday, February 1st, the day after the announcement. And it just said that the Conservatives, apparently there was a leaked memo that said Conservatives tell MPs not to comment 
on Alberta transgender policies and basically just to ignore the issue and not talk about it. So interesting that the Conservatives were sort of nowhere to be seen and were told uh, that, that, that they were told not to comment at all. Pierre Polyev gave a couple of interviews uh, early in the week and last week where he just really didn't comment one way or another and he just sort of pivoted away from the conversation when asked directly. But he finally broke his silence on Tuesday, February 6th, so yesterday, finally, when he was being questioned by far left-wing reporter Justin Ling. Uh, he, Justin Ling was pushing him, again, sort of pushing nonsense and saying uh, things that weren't quite true. And you can see Polyev just kind of snaps and is like, enough is enough, and calls out Justin Ling, accuses him of spreading disinformation, and finally lets us know where the Conservatives stand on this issue. So let's play that clip. Uh, you often said you support uh, medical freedom, that you oppose the state imposing medical choices on the Canadians. Uh, yesterday you were asked about a new policy in Alberta uh, which restricts health care for transgender uh, youth in particular. How he's framing this question. So it's a gotcha question, right? He's saying in the past you've been for medical freedom and he's painting this as if it's an issue of someone's right to healthcare and, and even just how he's framing it, that Danielle Smith is restricting healthcare access. Again, most people wouldn't consider this restricting healthcare access. They would consider this protecting children from unnecessary medical treatment that's probably being pushed on them. Just, just to point out, this is a very far left-wing reporter pushing propaganda, pushing nonsense in his question. Let's, let's resume the clip stand on those regulations. Uh, you attacked journalists who asked you that question as peddling disinformation for the Prime Minister. So can you say now where you stand on the state restricting health care access for transgender youth? And can you confirm whether or not your caucus is allowed to speak freely on this issue? Uh, first and foremost, uh, you are spreading disinformation and you refuse to even describe the policy proposals that are being debated. Uh, you refuse to even list any of them, and and the, the reason that you the reason you do let's be clear why you don't do it, because you don't want to lose the debate, and so if you think if you keep it vague, and you actually refrain from actually describing the policies that Premier Smith is putting in place, then you think that you can misrepresent them, and misrepresent rep represent conservatives. Uh, this is exactly what Justin Trudeau has done. You notice that Trudeau has not given a single example of any of the policies that Premier Smith has brought forward that he individually disagrees with because he doesn't want to be specific about it. And that's because he and you want to peddle in disinformation in order to demonize uh, Premier Smith and parents. And Justin Trudeau has spread hatred against parents. He's accused Muslim parents of being hateful because they were standing up for their kids. He's attacked Christian parents. He has suggested that parents cannot be trusted with their kids. And I disagree with him. I think we have to trust parents. No one cares for their kids more than parents. And that's why Justin Trudeau should butt out. He should let parents raise kids and let provinces run schools and hospitals. 
So good for Pierre for finally jumping in, giving that firm response. And he is absolutely right. You could tell that Justin Ling, just the way that he set up the question, as I pointed out, he, he made it seem like this was just about restricting healthcare. So if, if a Canadian sitting at home is only hearing that, oh, Daniel Smith and Pierre Polyev want to restrict healthcare, that's, that sounds really unfair. That sounds wrong, right? But it's like, once you start talking about what kind of healthcare they're talking about, they're talking about hormone drugs, <laughs> talking about surgeries to remove your biological sex, your genitalia. Like, like if if Justin Trudeau or this reporter, Justin Ling, were to actually say those things, they would lose the argument. They would lose the argument right off the bat, which is why they don't, why they keep it vague. So good for Pierre to point that out. But then, as you could reasonably assume, that did leave some confusion because we, the, the the conservatives hadn't really taken a position at this point. Like like they hadn't really come out in favor of what Danielle Smith is doing. They haven't come out in favor of protecting children from this sort of trans ideology that's pushing the fact, uh, pushing this nonsense onto kids that they need to have surgeries and, and go on hormones and drugs in order to change their sex. Uh, so so when Pierre Polyev went to give a uh, press conference, he was scrummed by journalists in Ottawa on Wednesday or just earlier today. There was a lot of confusion. Journalists were rightfully asking a bunch of questions. And I'm going to show this clip right here. Pierre Polyev finally takes a stand. He finally lets us know exactly where he stands, what he believes. And I'm, I'm happy to report, happy to announce that he falls in the right position. He takes the right stance. It took it took a week, took a bunch of pushing, took a lot of questions, but he finally got there. So here is Pierre Polyev making it clear what his beliefs are. Do you support age restrictions for puberty blockers and hormone therapies for trans kids? Um, I think that uh, Justin Trudeau is trying to divide and distract Canadians by spreading disinformation about uh, the decisions that premiers and parents are making. I want to know you, I want what do you think? What do you think? I want to know your position. What is your own party policy? It's your own party policy. At party convention. I think we should protect the rights of parents to make their own decisions. What does it mean? With regards to their children. And I believe that adults should have the freedom to make any decision they want about their bodies. But minors so so surgeries and medical interventions for minors as your own party members suggested. Medical interventions sir. like what? That, that, it, that is the language that your party What medical used. interventions? Well, you would have to ask your party members. What medical such interventions? As medical, such as puberty blockers and hormone For minors? Yeah. Yes. Irreversible? You're talking about irreversible? I want to be clear. I want to be clear. Do you agree blockers for minors? Yes. Do you agree with that? Do you agree with that? I think that we should protect children what and their ability mean? to make adult decisions when they're adults. So you think, think only adults, think adults, think only adults should yes, make the, oh, you said yes? Just, just to be clear, you said yes, only adults should take puberty blockers? I think we should protect children, let them make adult decisions when they become adults. So, that's so you do support age restrictions? You are against puberty blockers for kids under the age of 18. Is that is that yes. unclear? Okay. okay. What about, can I ask you about, um, uh, in Alberta, By the way, I just want to make another comment on this. Justin Trudeau is again puffing out his chest, trying to divide Canadians and attack parents who are trying to protect their kids. He will, in the end, back down on this, just like he had to back down on his firearms policy, just like he had to back down on bringing in medical assistance and dying for people suffering from mental illness. Just like he's backing down again and again and again, he will back down on this because he is not interested in protecting kids. He's interested in using this as a divisive wedge to distract from doubling housing costs and quadrupling carbon taxes. 
on our people. But it's for Mr. you. For you. You're, 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 so you're against puberty blockers for kids under yes. the age of 18. Mr. Hey, what about opting yes, in? What about parents in Alberta having to opt in for sex ed? Where do you every stand every on that? No, that's, that's, that's a decision for the province. No, but what do you think? Yeah, so you can see two, th two things that Pierre did there. First of all, the reporters were asking vague questions about medical intervention, right? And he, he, he knew exactly what he was doing. He wanted them to specify exactly which medical interventions they were talking about. Again, so that they couldn't clip him just out of context. So he made them say exactly what it was, which is puberty blockers, which is hormones, artificial hormones to change a child's stop a child from going through puberty uh and, and and once they got that out then he was more comfortable replying so so good for him for again preemptively basically stopping them from taking him out of context making them say the policy because when you say the policy it's so much easier to say that you're opposed to it because it's, it's such a bad idea and then second he makes a point that Justin Trudeau will probably abandon this issue. He probably will. Canadians don't agree with this stuff. They don't like this stuff. They don't want little children to be exposed to this stuff. So what Justin Trudeau is doing strategically is trying to paint all conservatives as bigots, trying to say that they're homophobes, trying to say they're just like Tucker Carlson. Look, Tucker Carlson came in and now all of a sudden the conservatives are emboldened to make these decisions. Uh, but the reality is this isn't really working. This isn't really getting very far. The uh, conservatives are correct. The liberals and the media and the left are, are out of step with Canadians. So Trudeau will probably abandon this issue and he probably won't talk about it again, which is why it's important for conservatives to bring us up, to make Justin Trudeau uh, own his words. Uh, we should run an election on this. If, if the liberals really think it's a good idea, if the liberals really feel so passionately about this issue, make them run an, run an election, run a campaign talking about how l boys, grown men should be able to swim with girls, how, how men should be allowed to compete against girls in girls' sports and girls' leagues, and about how it's a good idea for children to go through medical surgeries that will forever change their biological sex uh, because of confused feelings that they're having uh, while they're going through puberty. And so the reality of all of this is that the left and liberals, the politicians and the media, they're being dishonest. Almost everything that they say is untrue. You can go through and you can see it. They say this is a fringe right-wing issue that is imported from Tucker Carlson and the American far right. Well, as Danielle Smith pointed out earlier in the broadcast in one of her clips, this is actually just a common sense policy that's being adopted around the world throughout liberal Scandinavia and even Britain uh, in other places in Canada. It's not just Alberta. And of course, 78% of Canadians agree the left and the liberals will claim that this targets and harms kids. Tell me again how this harms trans kids. It protects them. It stops them from making a terrible, life-altering, irreversible change to their body while they're still a child. It says, you know, fine, you could do that, but at least wait until you're 18, wait until you're mature enough to understand the gravity of the decision that you're making. You know, it's really the activists, as I said, they're the ones that are pushing fear and hysteria. They're lying to kids. They're telling trans kids that they're somehow being targeted, they're being harmed. They're not. Uh, the left also claims that somehow this will lead to more suicide from trans kids. Sadly, that's not true. The opposite is true. There's, there's been several sad uh, studies that show that suicide rates is actually suicide rates actually increase post-transition. So after you get the surgery, you're five times more likely to try to commit suicide and 19 more times more likely to die of suicide after the surgery. Um, so again, the studies, pe people who say that this leads to more suicides 
for trans kids aren't, they're not being honest. They're not telling the truth. And finally, they say that the trans community wasn't consulted in these decisions. Well, perhaps the most extreme voices on the far radical left were not consulted, uh, but there were many gay and trans and gender dysphoric people who were consulted. Many of them have come out in support of this policy. True North had a report recently all about that. So again, the true liberals think that they can win on this issue. The legacy media, of course, is already running cover for them. They're already spreading lies and promoting this far left, <clears throat> frankly, unhinged ideology. The idea that it's okay to sexualize little kids and that there's that they're telling kids that there's something wrong with their bodies that require drugs and surgery to fix them. And then they're pretending all of that is mainstream. Well, it isn't. They're wrong. The left is wrong on this issue. And the liberals will lose spectacularly if they try to push this issue any further and they try to run on it on the election. So good for Danielle Smith for being brave. Good for her for being principled, for standing her ground, and for protecting children. She was the one that took the stance, and it was later conservatives like Pierre Polyev who came around. So good for Pierre Polyev for finally jumping in and finally taking the right position. I'm Candace Malcolm, and this is The Candace Malcolm Show.